good morning. It feels good in here today, doesn't it? Um, first of all, I want to uh, thank Pastor Ray for the honor of sharing with you today. I do not take this lightly, I assure you. But I asked the Lord, I said, what could I possibly say? And you know, there's so many different dynamics to a family and a mom and the kids are different. There's no one set way, you know, method for you to be the perfect mom or a good mom. But this pretty much covers it, what he put in my heart. And what he said to me was, you know, I, I talked about our pastor. I love how he guides us and he leads us and he instructs us on Sunday mornings. But so many times I've left out of here on a Sunday and I have felt like I have been led along the still waters. And today the Lord is speaking to me to speak to you, to say that he wants to lead you by those waters today. He wants you encouraged, re encouraged refreshed, and he wants you to know that when the lights go dim at night and the noise is settled and you rest your head, you are not alone. You have an advocate. You're walking. Listen, you're walking with a champion. You are not alone. Can we stand to our feet for the reading of the word? It's Isaiah 41 and 10. And it says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. I will help thee. I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Now the message says it like this, and I liked it because it's more, to me, it's more for a mom. And it says this, Don't panic. I'm with you. There is no need for you to fear, for I'm your God. I'll give you strength. I will help you. I'll hold you steady, and I will keep a firm grip on you. Father, we come before you right now. I pray that you touch each and every person in here and every mother who has come in your house Give them a special blessing, an uplifting of their burdens. Give them courage and faith to know that they are not alone, that they are walking with a champion today. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. To start out, I would have to share a couple memories with you of my own mother. I had a beautiful mother. I had a very godly mother. I had great parents. But it's not Father's Day, so we'll do that next month. But we look at the word, why are memories important? The, the word legacy means something transmitted or received from an ancestor or a predecessor or from the past. Transmitted or received, it's almost like a physical gift. It's something that we pass down. Memories are important. They can make you cry, laugh, change your direction, even rescue. There are many times that I have had thoughts of the things that the Lord has done and moved in my life, and it has rescued me in that moment. Deuteronomy 4 and 9 says this, Only give heed to yourself and keep your soul diligently so that you do not forget the things which your eyes have seen, 
that they do not depart from your heart, heart all the days of your life, but make them known to your sons and your grandsons. Memories are important to God. So the first memory that I have is an Easter Sunday. And uh, you can imagine my mother, beautiful mother, um, having six kids, getting them ready for Easter. Now Easter, Easter's a big deal now, but I don't. It just seemed like a bigger deal back then. So uh, you know, a lot depended on how your family came into church that morning. So um, here's my mom. She's got us all ready: white tights, five bows, one tie. And we're all marching into the church house. So I can imagine my mom getting into the church and turning around and so proud. One, there's one, two, three, five, six. Where's four? Where is, no, you don't understand. This is number four. We have to find number four. Let me give you some background on number four. She was very, 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 can I say very, like a million times, distracted. Some of you have children like that. That one. Number two, she loved nature, trees, grass, animals, bugs even. I can't kill bugs. I feel sorry for their kids. And dirt. Love dirt. Number three, she was the most imaginative creature on the planet. So you can imagine, this is the child that was missing. So before she could turn around and look for me, I burst through the church doors, crying, oh my goodness, just tears, pretending like I was hurt because that would take the focus off the fact that I was covered in mud. So, yeah, Easter was a big deal. If you were part of the ladies' auxiliary or lady, any kind of a ladies' group, you were in the restroom with my mom at this moment. And they were giving her rags, and, and they were scrubbing, and, and you cannot get mud out of white tights, especially with hand soap. You just got to pitch them out. But she's scrubbing and scrubbing and saying something under her breath, and I'm glad I couldn't understand it because I'm sure it had something to do with my impending death. But she did something in that moment, which is probably the only reason that I even remember this morning. She looked up at me as she was scrubbing, and she did one of these. She smiled. And I stopped, and I said, wait, was that a smile? Does she think this is funny? Because I can do funny all day long. And it will come in really handy later in life when she sees my report card. I can do funny. But in that moment, I can't tell you where we ate or what we did after that. I can't tell you about chocolate as much as I love it. I can't tell you if I hunted for eggs, but I can tell you in that moment what I felt from my mother. And it was grace and it was love. When you walk with a champion, that character just comes out sometimes and it's there and your kids listen your kids they see it all you have to do is live it and they will see it and you are making a difference in their life 
another memory I had is mom and dad sensed that I had this interest in music as a young, young child. And my dad would take me out in the side yard. We had a big rock. And he would take me out there with his guitar. He'd set me on the rock. And I would sing Love Me Tender. And I have a, and a lot of gospel. You've heard my dad sing. He's an amazing singer. I love to hear him sing in church. He's a very cool dad. But again, it's not Father's Day. It's Mother's Day. So back on track. But mom decided that she was going to teach me how to play piano. So on one of our lessons, she puts me up on the piano bench, and she's teaching me the song, There's Just Something About That Name. Favorite song today. Can't listen to it without crying. But we're, she, we're sitting out there, and she's playing. She's starting out, Jesus, Jesus. And she's hitting those keys, and I'm trying to watch her. And all of a sudden, she gets to that one part, kings, oh, and kingdoms, they will all pass away, but there's something about that name. And if you knew my mother, you would understand that everything stopped in that moment. And she began to cry, and she began to weep. And she prayed and prayed on that piano and prayed in the spirit. And I was just a little kid and I was silent. I was quiet. I was reverent. And I, to this day, cannot get on that piano and play that song like my mother tried to teach me. But I will never forget what I felt in that moment. Your children watch you worship your champion. It's important. You're making a difference. She thought that she was teaching me how to play piano. She had no idea she was raising a worship leader. We don't know who we're raising. And can I take a minute right now and declare the purpose of God in your children's life this very moment? And I rebuke any demon of hell that would come against your children and their purpose. God has a plan for them. The Bible tells us, you know this all well, Jeremiah 1 and 5, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet. Listen, mom and dad, I love this. This gives me comfort with my kids. The child you're praying for, deliverance, help, strength, direction, healing. God knew them long before you did. Long before you met your husband. Long before you met your wife, dads. God not only knew them, but he appointed them. And he used you to carry someone he appointed. Can we get that? Can we really think of the kind of advocate that your child has this morning, not only you? There's a special bond between you and your child, but that's to show that you have a very powerful advocate. And he loved your children first. You are not doing this alone. 1 John 4 and 19 says, we love because he first 
loved us. It reminds me of that song, Oh, How I Love Jesus. Because he first, first, before anyone on earth ever loved you, God knew you and he loved you and he appointed you. Me and Marty were talking last week and he had said something to me that, that stuck out to me. He said, you know, they say there's a certain period or time that you bear children. And if you go to the hospital, you bear the child and it's over. But you bear your children for all your days. You never stop bearing your children. You stay awake at night. I still do. My kids are raised. My uh, youngest daughter has two of her own. And I still pray and worry and war for my children. Um, last week, one of my daughters, okay, Brittany, she's here so I can say it. <laughs> she woke me up at 6.30 in the morning to tell me that her three-year-old woke her up at 6.30 in the morning. I was struggling for my coffee, and I said, I know the feeling. And Kristen, she's my funny one. She was joking when she said this, but we were getting ready for a trip. This was about a couple weeks ago. And she said, Mom, you got to do my nails. And I said, well, when do you think I'm going to have time to do that? And she said, you're a mom. Sacrifice something. That's funny, but isn't it kind of true? Yes. I'm proud of my children. Brittany is a worship leader. Her and her husband are young adult pastors. And Kristen and James are the JV pastors here at Stratford. I'm, I'm blessed by my kids. But let me tell you something. I recall a time where I was weeping so heavy. And I had to pull my car over. And I was praying in the spirit and I probably looked like a crazy woman on the side of the road because I was warring against the influences in my daughter's life. I have a champion. You have a champion. We are not doing this alone. Some of our children are not yet living the life God intended for them. I was that child. I ran from God. I rebelled. I kept my mom on her knees. If someone had told her way back at Harlem Park when she visited there that her number four was going to be speaking on Mother's Day, she probably would have fell out. But I was that kid. Why can't mom be normal? Why can't she be like other moms? Why is she so spiritual? 1 Samuel 1 and 9 and 28 tells the story of Hannah, and you know the story. She goes into the sanctuary because she's being provoked by a woman named Paniah. Girls. Goodness. Paniah has all these kids, and she just throws them in Hannah's face. And Fanny, Hannah is just desperate. And she goes into the sanctuary, and she's so, so, so beside herself that Eli, the priest who was on post, thinks she's crazy. He thinks she's lost her mind. And he confronts her about it. He thinks that she's been drinking. And he says, why would you come in to the sanctuary like this? And she rose up and she said, oh, no. I have been praying with great anguish and sorrow. He said, in that case, go in peace. May the God of Israel grant your request. 
There's desperation in the house. There is pleading. There is groaning. There is fear and worry. But her desperation got her request. So go ahead and groan. Go ahead and plead. I like that song. Let the enemy know you're coming. Go ahead and get loud sometimes. Because that got Hannah's request granted. I believe he is here in the house to do that for us today. Child, you want your mom to be normal? You want her to stop being so spiritual? Stop making her so desperate. I'm sure she would rather take up something else like knitting or golfing than trying to save your life 24-7. And that's just, yeah, okay. There's a picture they're going to put up for me. This was in one of my mom's journals. We're talking about the story of Hannah. Um, I found this. Oops, there it went. I found this, and it touched me so much. But she said, she, she underlined, For this child I prayed, and the Lord hath given me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore also I have lent him to the Lord. And then she said this, Long as he liveth, he shall be, she shall be lent to the Lord. I kept my mom on her knees. And this was her answered prayer, was me. Number four. I told you I was imaginative. Uh, my favorite fairy tale, and most of you who know me know this, is Cinderella. The name Cinderella means one who comes from the cinders. What are cinders? They are ashes. Interesting. I'm not a princess. I haven't had an evil stepmother. But I do know something. Listen, kids, if you're in here. I do know something about being an heir to a king and living beneath my intended purpose in him. It is not about mom and dad. It's about a king who has appointed you. You think you're living the life, but you're way down here. You're scrubbing floors. You're serving an evil ruler. You're nothing more than a slave. It is not about mom and dad. I had to figure that out on my own. I loved my mom. I loved my dad. I loved, I loved all of that, but I had to meet Jesus for my own. And sometimes, as, as young people, we deflect, or old people, we deflect it onto something else. Well, it's this, per, it's this person's fault. Or it's because of this or that that I'm not serving him. Or that I don't believe like that. But stop deflecting it. It's about you and a king who has appointed you. And it's about you who are running from that appointment. If the president had walked into this place today and picked you up and said, you're the one. I've chosen you. I'm going to take you around the world. You're going to, you we're going to go to all the nations. You're going to do great things. You're going to be hailed as a nation's hero. You're going to have lots of photos in the news. You would say, okay, I'll do that. There's just one problem with that. And I learned it on a piano stool. I learned it at a young age. Mom didn't know 
You, Mom, you don't know every little thing that you're pouring into your child. One day they will look back and say, that was it. That was the moment. But I learned something about all the earthly stuff on that piano bench. I learned that kings and kingdoms will all pass away. And there is a king today who is walking into this place. And he has appointed you. And he wants to call you in his army. And he wants you to rule and reign for eternity. Alongside of him. All else is temporary. Everything. Everything will be dust one day. Acts 2 and 17 says this. In the last days, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and your young men will see visions. Is it the last days? Yes. Who was he talking about, young people? You. He may have even seen your faces when he saw the vision. Isn't that something? I can hear that song now. There's an army rising up. I'm getting ready to close now. But mom, here's something. Here's something for you. You lead today. You are powerful. You are strong. You are victorious. Why? Because we're something special? No. It's all who we walk with. And today, you walk out that door walking right alongside a champion. You walk right alongside Jesus Christ. And the Bible tells us that all things are possible through him. Yes? Yes. So you hold your head up high. You walk with him. So walk like he walks with you. And talk like he is walking with you. And mom, this is something that I really feel for you. Dream again. You don't end where your children begin. It may move things around having kids, but wow, it doesn't take one thing less special out of you because you have just a greatest pur a purpose. All those things that we said about your children, they're for you. God appointed you as well. Dream. Dream again. God has put these things inside you for a reason. That dream, that hope in his promises for you. Listen to some of the words that describe an advocate, a champion, upholder, supporter, promoter, spokesperson, campaigner, fighter and crusader, upholder, supporter, winner, title holder, defending champion, victor, number one king. That is your advocate this morning. You are not alone. You are not alone. We stand to our feet. This is your advocate. This is the one who walks with you. You don't parent alone. You don't do anything alone. For God is with us always. Do you believe that this morning? Father, 
I pray right now in your name. God, I pray that you bless each and every person in here, that you will refresh them, and that, Father, they will have been by the rivers, by the water. And, God, they are encouraged in knowing that they don't walk alone, that they don't do this by themselves, but that they walk with a champion. And God, you are the victor in their life. So lift their heavy burdens, lift their head, Father, and be with them today on this special, beautiful day, God. Bless every home and bless every heart. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. While you remain standing, number one, do you appreciate this message today? I would like, if you wouldn't mind, for every lady in the house that can, make your way down to the altar and get in as close as you can. Moms, grandmas, mom wannabes, moms some days. If you're a lady. I had one lady come to me and said she's a mom of a cat. That's okay. As you're coming, I'm going to read a little bit of a verse of scripture. I believe moms have the heart of God. 1 Corinthians 13 says, Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. It does not parade itself. It's not puffed up. It does not behave rudely does not seek its own, It's not provoked, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Then it says in the very first part of verse 8, it says, love never fails. I have a little plaque that's right inside my front door, Trish, and it says, today, is the first day for the rest of your life. And I have it right there so that every day when I leave my house, I see today is the first day to the rest of my life. Because it doesn't matter what happened yesterday or what's happened in my life prior to this moment. Today is the first day to the rest of my life. I've went to the choir many times and I've walked in before to pray for service and I've said, okay guys, today is the greatest service in the history of this 100-year-old church. And they're just like, I remember back in 1944 with Brother Biggs. I said, no, today is the most important, crucial, amazing day in the history of this church. You know why? Because it's right now. It's what determines where we go from here. And so, Jeannie, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Cindy. Happy Mother's Day. It's awesome what we celebrate today, what we honor today. Maybe you've had it great. Maybe it's been a phenomenal ride thus far. Maybe inside you're hurting because you didn't have an example or maybe you you weren't able to be with your mom. Maybe you had an example of a mother who was wounded in her own spirit or You didn't have the advantage that maybe you see others have had. No matter where you come from, what's important is right now. And that you get to be 
This is your opportunity to be the mom you were meant to be. So I'm praying. I want us to pray over you. And I, I want to give you my own little present. There is a song. I discovered it years ago. And, oh, my gosh. When I heard it, I mean, I, you know, I was tough, but I wept. It was my mother. I sang it. I tried my best to sing it, and I just don't have the voice for it. But I played it and played it and played it, and then I do the lip sync thing. I'll be in my car, and I'm just like, you know. But I know someone who can sing it, and he sang it at first service, and he did a phenomenal job. So from your pastor, I want to give you a present. This present is my favorite song to my mother, and I want to give it to you. And I want to challenge you, and then we're going to come together at the end of the song. We're going to pray, and we're going to pray that God empower you, that he show you, Angie, that he is the champion walking right beside you, and that you are, from this moment forward for the rest of your life, you are going to be the Proverbs 31 woman. You're going to be the woman that your kids rise up and call blessed. You're going to be the woman that they honor and celebrate all day. As a matter of fact, I'm fixing to set you up for ice cream and cake today you're going to be so honored but God is going to bless you and strengthen you and if you've been a great mom you're going to be a better mom amen if you feel like you failed today is a brand new day if you feel like you've uh, I can't help I wouldn't embarrass her but I, I look at Sarah the challenges and, and the things that she as a mom has She's climbed those mountains, and she's done such a beautiful job. And I don't want to embarrass you, but the other day when you, we met and, and your beautiful family, I was thinking, wow, what an awesome, strong family and mother. Tremendous. God has given you everything that you need. No matter what difficulties, no matter what trials, no matter what troubles come your way, you've got it, Pam, everything you need. God with him. I loved every word that she said. And I really liked the lady she was talking about real well because that was my mom. And so from my heart to her in heaven and to you, Luke, bless us today. over me all of the sleepless nights you lay awake thank you for knowing when to hold me close and when to let me go thank you for every stepping stone and for the path that always leads me home I thank you for the time you took to see the heart inside of me. You gave me the roots to start this life, and then you gave me wings to fly. And I learned to dream because you believed in me. There's no power like it on this earth. No treasure equal to its worth. 
Father, we come to you this morning. Lord, I thank you for every lady in this house. We honor them. Lord, for those that that love animals, that love bugs, for those that have children, those who have grandchildren, and those who want children, that take the opportunity to love every child they see. For those young ladies that are soon to get married. I just pray your hand to rest on each one of them, to touch them today. May they be the example, the light, and the love that was meant. Lord, when you inspired the Holy Spirit to write about love in your word, the Proverbs 31 woman that will rise up and her children will call them blessed, call her blessed. Her husband will praise her in the gates. She gets up early. She takes care of the family. She makes sure that everything is is in place. And her house is not a house, it's a home. We thank you for these ladies. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you would empower them from the top of their heads to the crown, to the soles of their feet. I pray that the power of the Holy Spirit would just give them strength and grace, help them every day of their lives in wisdom. God, anoint them by your Holy Spirit. I pray that your grace and love will follow after them and that, God, they will feel the joy of the position that you've given them. Ladies are meant to sit on a pedestal, Lord. I pray your hand to rest on each one of them, and we're thankful for them. In this church, we honor them. 
And so, Lord, we pray that they'll have a good day today, but not just today, but 365 more days after. That they'll be honored by their children. That their children will rise up and see that the heart of God is in them. And that, Lord, they are literally blessed to have the mom that they have, the grandmother that they have. I pray that the eyes of their heart would be open, that they would see it. And for those who know it, God, may they just, may their arms stretch out even more. May the hugs and the grace and the gifts be fantastic today. And I thank you for this Mother's Day 2018 as we look forward to your soon return. Bless and touch every lady, every mother, every grandmother, great-grandmother. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. Now, please don't forget, we have a free gift for you today out in the lobby. And also, there is a photo booth. So we want you to grab your children, grab your family, your friends, other mothers. Go by there and get your photo taken. And uh, God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day together with your family.